Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, being smart when investing in high tech in the region. You have to be confident, that's for sure. And it's a delicate balance between having the stability to really drive the concept forward, realizing that there'll be plenty of bumps in the road. Our guest here in the studio is one of the best known and respected investors in cybersecurity and national security technology. Jim Hunt is a managing partner of Lavrock Ventures, a venture capital fund operating here in the D.C. region. He's also a co-founder of Blue Ventures, another prominent regional investment group. Jim's prior career includes leadership of successful government contractors and his own national service. So he knows the region's investment community very well. And we're going to talk with him today about what makes a company leadership team attractive to an investor and also his view of the current venture market in the D.C. region. Well, Jim, first of all, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jonathan. From your perspective uh, as a VC, what do you think of this statement? I've heard this often, that VCs will tell me that they bet the jockey, not the horse. What do they mean by that? Uh, I think that uh, VCs with much experience in the business probably find that the team itself is more important than the actual concept of the business. It's fair to say that almost every concept you can think about has probably been thought of before. And it's really all about execution of that concept and model. And a quality team will both uh, understand how to get to the market uh, efficiently with capital of mine or anybody else's, and they will be able to draw into their uh, team as they build it the right kind of talent to uh, drive the company forward. Yeah, my experience is that I, I have seen really great teams overcome a lousy idea, and I've seen really, really bad entrepreneurs screw up the most amazing concepts. Yeah, I agree with that. As you look, therefore, for a leadership team over the idea, what kind of qualities do you think are most important for a leadership team to have from your perspective as an investor? And then I'll also have to do that as a former CEO and growing organizations. I want to get your perspective from that direction as well. But let's start with the investor perspective. Yes. from I, I think the first thing that I look at, and frankly, this can dispel me from moving forward with the possible opportunity, is looking at the arrogance of the founder. That can be technical arrogance. It could be market-related arrogance. But my view isn't really that that uh, arrogance will prevent the CEO or the founder in listening to me as an investor, but I worry more that they won't be able to build a quality team around them and that they won't listen to the market. It's all about understanding the market and being able to pivot to the market. And really quality and listening CEOs will figure out how to do that effectively. It's interesting that you frame it that way. Because don't you have to be arrogant in some ways to have the guts to start a business? You have to be confident, that's for sure. And it's a delicate balance between having the stability to really drive the the, con the uh, concept forward, realizing that there'll be plenty of bumps in the road. Any startup will see bumps. If the CEO's not uh, dedicated to making it work and, frankly, confident in his ideas or her ideas, I don't think it works. On the other hand, if they go over the top, with not listening to people, not being able to build a team, and really too much arrogance, it doesn't work. Sounds like you're talking about self-awareness and empathy as being primary characteristics. I think that's a really good way to put it. Turning your attention uh, to your prior experience, you have successfully grown as a founder and CEO of various businesses. What qualities did you find were most useful to you as a CEO? You know, there's a, a great book out that I, now that I'm an investor, I talk to, to my CEOs about reading called The Five Temptations of a CEO. And when I read that book, I found certain faults that I had with respect to management style, listening, et cetera, 
that were very important for me to work on. And, you know, they include things like placing yourself as a CEO above the company, not looking at, at, at it from the standpoint of what is good for the company, encouraging harmony, not conflict. You really need your subordinates, your vice presidents and others to not be afraid to tell you if they think there's something they disagree with you. And there's a number of other attributes that are important, but those are, are two of the important ones. It really does sound to me, as you've described it, that ultimately selecting a team is is really it's a look and feel and a, and a touch thing. It, it, it's interesting to me, many people think that investors look at things by the numbers, but what you've just described to me, this is much more assessing people on their soft skills. Frequently, their effectiveness as managers are reflected in the numbers pretty pretty acutely. So you can see it there, but really trying to get an understanding of the balance of the team. So CEOs or founders have to realize what they're not going to be good at, and they have to surround themselves with people, frankly, in, in my view, stronger than they are in those, those gift, uh, given disciplines. Mm. If they fail to do it, you really don't wind up with the right balance on the team, and probably you're going to be less effective moving forward. Very helpful advice, and I'm sure many of our listeners appreciated hearing it from you. You're currently invested in the market. What's your opinion of the current marketplace for venture and angel funding? Jonathan, I'll answer that in, from a regional perspective first. Uh, certainly, the you know the ecosystem for venture and for early stage funding is the epicenter is Silicon Valley, but there's really interesting niches around the country. So, for example, if you're looking at a consumer products play, it's probably New York. Certainly, the Valley as well. Where we're extraordinarily strong, I think, is in two real areas. One is cyber. Uh, there's just so much cyber talent in this region that even the Valley will tell you that, that we are probably stronger than they are. And the second that I would point to is, is data analytics and the things that surround data analytics. So in this region, those are two very interesting focus areas. Got to ask you, what's the technology area that you're most excited about right now? Uh, you know, there's two. There's cyber, it, but I would say niche cyber. In other words, I don't want broad brush cyber. There's too many companies in that space. But niche cyber is interesting, particularly because the threat vectors change all the time. And the second area that's interesting to me is open source data, uh, which is an area that is also fairly pronounced here and an area that I'm pretty focused on. Jim, I want to thank you very much uh, on behalf of our listeners for coming in and sharing your experience today. It was incredibly helpful. Thank you, Jonathan. It's uh, been a pleasure. Thank you to our sponsor, Tedco. Tedco invests in early stage tech and life science companies. It provides resources and connections that companies need to thrive in Maryland. Tedco's mission is to discover, invest in, and help build great companies. Learn more at www.tedco.md. And a thank you to our sponsor, JLL. JLL is a leading commercial real estate service company within the Washington, D.C. metro area, serving the technology, government contracting, and professional services industries. JLL's strategy-led approach and expert implementation results in cost-effective and flexible real estate solutions that help their clients succeed and grow. Thank you to Speakerbox Communications. Speakerbox is your team for meeting the unique demands of the technology sector, crystallizing complex ideas, targeting highly intelligent buyers, and moving at the speed of tech. Since 1997, they've given voice to many of our industry's top thinkers and performers. Check them out at speakerboxpr.com. And thanks to our sponsor, Tandem Product Academy. If you're looking to grow a software technology business and you're past your first five employees or your first half million dollars of revenue, their free educational program will teach you how to grow your business. 
Supported by a broad group of our region's leading business organizations and local governments, Tandem Product Academy is free to participants. Learn more at tandeminnovate.com. Thank you for joining us on What's Working in Washington. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan, online writer Barbara Ulrich, music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time.